persistent imagination, centered in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, is the secret of all successful operations. This alone is the means of fulfilling the intention. Every stage of man's progress is made by the conscious, voluntary exercise of the imagination. Hello friends, before we begin today's lecture, I want to let you know about my Unlock God Mode experience and the special May 2024 cohort that we're going to be doing this upcoming month. Unlock God Mode is a unique 10-hour audio course that invites you on a powerful journey of awareness, intention, consciousness, and manifestation. Inside the course, you'll be taught powerful tools and manifestation frameworks to help you unlock the next level of your reality, up-level your creation skills, deepen your relationship with yourself, and develop a limitless mind, and also tap into absolute faith and trust in the divine. We are about to begin the May 2024 Unlock God Mode cohort, so for anyone who joins Unlock God Mode this week, you will be added to the May 2024 group coaching calls. These are bonus weekly group calls with me and other members of the group, and I'll only be doing them this May. Also, as a bonus, for those that join this week, you'll receive a one-on-one personal coaching call with me to help you with any challenges or goals that you have. So head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes to lock in your spot in the Unlock God Mode experience. For those that join, this will be an extraordinary life-changing, transformative experience for you, and I'm so excited to have you in the group. I hope to see you inside the course, and now, enjoy this episode. So when you know what you want, remain faithful to that assumption. And the assumption, though at the moment, is denied by your senses, and denied by reason. If you persist in it, it will harden into fact. Are we not told that God calls a thing that is not seen as though it were seen, and then the unseen becomes seen? He calls everything from the unseen into the seen in this simple manner, for he is the resurrecting power. So if I assume that I am, I don't have to have evidence to support it. I assume that I am. I am what? Well, I name it. And having given it a name, given it form, given it definition, remaining in it, I resurrect him. And if it takes a thousand men to aid the birth of that state, a thousand men will play their parts. And I don't have to go out and look for them. Any more than my brother had to go out and look for this man. He would not have known where to start looking for one the day of the sale. As far as he is concerned, he had done it in his mind's eye. And he allowed everything to happen. And he comes right in like a joke. He really thought it was a joke. And he said to this man, are you fooling me? He said, no. He said, well, then wait. Let me call my father. He said, lunch. He called him on the wire. He said, Daddy, come on up. Leave everything and come. And then he said, now you tell my father what you told me. My father's name is Joseph. And my father said, you really mean it? He said, yes, Joe. I mean it. I'll have him bid today. You put your signature here, and your son Victor put his signature. That's all I need. And that was a lifetime friendship. So when that man died, he didn't owe my brother Victor anything. He saw love the friendship. 
and the feeling of, well, decency that he had with my brother Victor, he gave him 150,000 cash. And that was tax-free. And the homes, everything was tax-free. And that building, which he bought for $50,000, was sold three years ago to the Bank of Nova Scotia. They tore it down and built a lovely structure, but they paid our family $840,000 for that building. So here was a gain, and there was no ta capital tax gain. None. That whole thing was simply free. So I know what I'm talking about. All I need from you is the acceptance of it. Will you believe it? Will you believe that with God all things are possible? Will you believe that all things are possible to men? Well, you can prove it in the not distant future. But you are the operant power. It will not work itself. If you dare to assume this very night that you have a better job than you now hold, or that you have a larger income, you may be fired tomorrow. Don't be concerned. On reflection, you'll see it was necessary to move you towards the fulfillment of your assumption. You could be fired. And I wouldn't bat an eye if you told me tomorrow, well, I did what you told me. You know what happened? I was fired. I have seen that. It takes someone to fire you to get you into a better job. I have seen that time and again. I wouldn't go out and quit the job. You may be promoted in the job, or you may be invited by some other concern that is competitive to join them. I do not know how it happens. I only know if you remain faithful to the assumption, it's going to happen, and you're going to be promoted towards the fulfillment of the state that you have dared to assume that is yours. I could tell you unnumbered stories along this nature. So here I say, dwell in the end. The end is where we begin. For if I've seen my name on the marquee, that's the end. I don't wait for the incident to take place in my world to move from one to the other to the other, leading up to that. I dwell in the end. If I go to the very end, what would it be like were it true? A health case. Not how it's going to become better, but you go to the end. And you say to someone who isn't well. And in your mind's eye, you say to them, you know, I've never seen you look better. And have them say to you, I've never felt better. Well, now that's confirmation of what you're seeing. You say, I've never seen you look better. And hear them say to you, well, I have never really felt better. But you may say to me, well, I can't hear people. Oh, yes, you can. You can hear anything you want to hear. You don't have to hear it audibly. Listen this very moment. You may not be able to whistle a tune. Maybe you can carry a tune in any manner whatsoever. You can play an instrument. You can whistle. You can sing. Well, can you now imagine that you are hearing the battle hymn of the Republic? Listen, can't you hear it? Can't you augment it? A thousand voices, 10,000 voices. Did you hear it at the funeral of Senator Kennedy? Did you see it on TV? Wasn't that moving? When the organ began to peal, and suddenly that lovely soft voice singing it, and the whole thing became, well, the whole vast TV world was filled with it. I doubt there were very many dry eyes when he got through singing the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Well, I can sing, I, I can whistle the tune, but I can just sit right now or stand here and listen and hear the entire thing swell. If I tried to duplicate it in my, with my voice, I couldn't do it, but I can hear his voice as he sang it. You can hear anyone's voice. You can hear the speaker's voice. Tonight alone, 
You can hear my voice. And you can put upon my voice what you want to hear. And I, unknown to you, I will find myself telling you. Something will happen to confirm what you're hearing. So you can do this for good or ill. I advise you, do it for good. But the choice is yours. You can hurt and you can bless, but don't hurt. Use your imagination always lovingly on behalf of others. But to tell you that you couldn't do it to hurt is stupid because you can hurt. But it's entirely up to you. So you imagine what you want. Believe that you have it and see how it works in the world. Those who scoff at it or at them scoff. Five years from now when you're on the top, they may be working for you. And they've even forgotten that they sat in the same audience with you when you heard and believed and they also heard but they didn't believe. And so you moved on and they remained behind. And that's life. But there's only one creative power in the universe. Scripture names that power as God, Jesus Christ, the Lord, the same power. Because there aren't two gods, there aren't two lords, there's only one. And that one Christ dwells in us. He did not appropriate a single man, as Scripture, not, I mean, the priesthoods of the world teach. They tell you of a single man. And they single out a man that differs from all men. He isn't dwelling in this man or that man. His desire was to save humanity. And so he dwells in us, not in that particular man. He didn't become this one man uh, dwelling in one man. No, let no one tell you that the Christ in you differs from the Christ and let them name any man they want. He cannot differ. If there is a Christ, other and that Christ who was crucified with Ena and who rose and continues to rise in humanity, he's a false Christ. And the teachers who teach of an external, objective, different Christ are false teachers. Christ is within and he rises within. And so you go out and put it to the test. Put it to the extreme test. Christ in us, not out there is the hope of glory. So this word of which I speak, and the word, by the way, its true definition is meaning. In the beginning there was meaning to the whole thing. And that meaning was with God. And God himself was the meaning. There is a purpose, there's a plan behind it all. Awakened in us, so that we and he are one. So he actually became us that we may become God. It seems incredible, but it's true. That's the purpose of life, to take humanity and lift it to God. So it becomes God. So he became man that man may become God. Now tonight, you need not confine it to yourself. Take a friend without the friend's consent, without the friend's knowledge, and lift him up. Do you know of a friend who is unemployed? Well, then see him gainfully employed. And don't tell him that you may brag tomorrow. Don't boast. Just see him gainfully employed. Here's a friend of mine in L.A. And this man was unmercifully bawled out by his superiors and told that he was no earthly good and they are considering letting him go. They're going to fire him. Well, the man had no support outside of the job 
and he had a family. He told my friend, well, my friend lives by this law. So he said to him, all right, go your way. Didn't tell him what he's going to do. He sat quietly at his desk and heard the man tell him that they praised him beyond measure for something that he had done. It wasn't 48 hours that the complete reversal of their attitude towards this man in their praise of something he did in the advertising world. But the blow had left its mark. And he said to my friend, yes, they've reversed it, but I don't feel easy on the job. Because they could all have said the unlovely things that they said and forgotten them. So it will come back, and I'm going to quit. I have no money. I'm giving them two weeks' notice. I'm going to ask them to give me one week of the two that I may get myself together, maybe take off a few days, and just get my thoughts in order. Well, at the end of two weeks, he didn't have a job. My friend, when he told him what he was going to do, my friend knew he could not afford to quit and not work, so he saw him gainfully employed and earning 25% more than the present job. He took off the second week. When he came back at the end of the first week, he came into my friend's office and said, only yesterday, I got the offer and I start Monday. I do not lose one day's salary and I start at 25% more than I received on the past job. What did it? My friend's imagination. A loving use of the imagination on behalf of a friend. Had he gone without that imaginal state, he would have walked into the place and the man would have said, we have nothing. Or we can't use you. Why are you quitting? He didn't ask anything. He simply wanted the man. So if you precede your visit by an imaginal act, they will see you as you see yourself. If you walk in knowing that you're no good, they're going to see you exactly that way. But if you're walking in the assumption that things are as you desire them to be, they're going to see you that way. And this is life. You've been listening to the Manifest with Neville Goddard podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple to receive future lectures. And visit nevildaily.com to join the free Neville Goddard newsletter. And if you have a moment, please rate the podcast. Before you go, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to fundamentally transform your reality and upgrade your consciousness? If so, join the in-depth immersive audio course Unlock God Mode, a guide to upgrade your consciousness to greater wealth, love, and success. This course is an in-depth exploration of your reality, a chance for you to get 30 mental upgrades, one lesson a day for 30 days that will shift your reality, upgrade your consciousness, dissolve limiting beliefs, and unlock the God mode of your personal reality. Each lesson is 15 to 30 minutes long and will guide you day by day on how to implement and test your creative power. If you're someone who wants to see real-world results with manifestation and the power of the mind, this course is designed for you. For a limited time, you can get a special discount by using the promo code GRATITUDE. Head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes. I hope you join me in this unique experience. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.